Blog Talk Radio. Warning, you have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know that. Tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch us talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for gods. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace.
East. This is Brother Fahim El Bay filling in for Dr. Arlene El Bay for the, for the night. Again, once again, um, I am the co-host and I'm your host for the night on, on the First World Order radio show. And, and tonight's topic will be now that you have processed into your nationality and birthright principles. Where do we go from here after you get nationalized? After you do your uh, process, your nationality papers, and get get certain 
nationality papers notarized and go on to the county recorder of records of deeds and vital statistics and getting all that done. Then you go on to the circuit court clerk office, not to a judge, but uh, they get your name uh, and, uh, and your nationality on file in the courts as well. Then you can go, or you can go to newspapers and have it put out on, in the newspapers. Uh, put that out out there as well, but that's not really necessary. But if you want to do so, do so. Um, and then where do where do you go from there? You know, a lot of people. Uh, I listen to a lot of Moors talking about uh, all you need is your nationality and birthright. You know, uh, that may be uh, true in some cases. Uh, your nationality and birthright goes a long, long, long way, you know, and doing things you want to do after the nationalization. You know, uh, first of all, you want to be able to operate in commerce, and you want to operate in commerce on the private and the public side. You know, some people want to go strictly private, uh, which is kind of very hard to do, you know, because everything, really, mostly everything is public. I mean, for instance, you know, when you even drive drive on the road, uh, that's public. You know, the Constitution is public. So you don't want to get away from the Constitution. You know, um, let me read something here. It was by Taj Tariq Bay. And uh, the articles dealing with uh, enforcing the Constitution. You know, uh, you want to know how to, but also you want to know how to protect yourself, your property, and, you know, your assets as well, you know, um, like I said, how to survive in commerce and trade, you know, uh, and commerce and trade and certain uh, commercial laws and contract laws uh, extends, connects you to the Constitution, believe it or not. You know, you need to read that. And uh, I can read a... uh, Hold up just a minute here. Yeah, you must understand uh, certain laws, and you must understand what a de facto government is. Uh, Learning how to understand your uh, nationalization papers. You know, you want to know what the word de facto or de jure means. You know, de jure, in the fact or conditions of being the real or rightful official order. Just and lit 
and le- legitimate position, government, status, law, etc. Opposite, opposite, uh, opposite of false, fraud, artifice, and definitely opposite of de facto. This is de facto. This phrase applies to categorizing, categorizing an officer, a government, a past action, or a state of political affairs, which are imposed or must be accepted for all practical purposes, but is actually illegal and or legitimate. Thus, de facto is an office, a position, or a status, which exists under a claim or color of right or lawful, but is not. De, de facto is contrary and opposite to de jure. That deals with color of law. Like the color of law, you're dealing with the semblance of something other than what is real. You know, that's not actually law. You know, it's just like saying that you're black. You know, that falls in the color of law and falls in the artificial person category as well. You know, so you know you can't be black. And that's that's been discussed many, 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 many times on the show and past lectures. What do I mean by impropriate persona? What do I mean by impropriate persona in one's own proper person? You know? Person. What do person means? There are two types of persons in language and in law. The general accepted meaning is that of the human being which is a living and breathing animated organism. The other person is an artificial construction or thing, such as a corporation, a a straw man, an organization, an association, a partnership, these legal representatives, and artifice, etc. These are some of the things that um, you must be able to understand. Uh, a lot of people just get their uh, 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 nationality, do their nationality process, and that's it. You know, some of them don't even study their nationality papers at all and see what they mean. You know, uh, what do autonomous means? You know, what do autonomous means? It means the right to self-rule. You know, what is uh, you know, what do indigenous mean? Indigenous means native or natural to the land. That's what it means, you know. What do aboriginal or aborigine mean? Which aboriginal comes from the word aborigine. Which does, what does it mean? It means the very first, the very, very, very first inhabitants of a land. You know, uh, native as well, the very, very first native, the very, very first original. Some people want to say, they just want to say original, but aboriginal is the very first original. So, I, in a way, I like aboriginal better. You know, I mean, if you want to say you're original, I have no issue with that. I have no issue with that whatsoever, you know. But, uh, I mean, but I like aboriginal. Uh, well, I like it better for me. I put it that way, okay? I know some of you may disagree, but no, you gotta do you. Now I have to do me. We all know what a, what is a lawful dollar is, or we should. 
even before we get nationalized, we should know what a lawful dollar is. It says here, what is a lawful dollar? The use of gold and silver. Money is ancient, having origin from the archaic Moabite founders of civilization. Gold and silver money has also been a cultural norm for the commerce and trade. Merchants in almost all the ancient Asiatic African empires and dynasties. Well, yeah, that's true. So therefore, you well, we all know that gold and silver are no longer backs uh, the so-called dollar. We all know this. It is a note or a debt note. And so a lot of people say uh, you don't need when you get through that. And when you get to really understanding your nationality and understanding what is nationality and understand how is nationality going to help you. You know, some people say, what what kind of benefits I get from that if I get nationalized? Your damn freedom. You want to know what is a right is, you know, what is a right or what is a privilege? The, the difference between the privilege and the right. You get some clowns that call themselves uh, national moors and on YouTube talking about they are, 14th, they are 14th Amendment citizens. They are U.S. citizens. How ancient can you be? Evidently, you haven't done your homework like you claim you have. To say you're a U.S. citizen is saying you're an employee of the United States Corporation. Well, you can say the United States Foreign Corporation, which is a foreign corporation. And you work for them. And I say it and I say it again. Most people think that when you go apply for a job or send out a resume that they're asking you are you have you are you uh, have you been born are you bo- uh, have you been born here in the u s in the United States Most of you have been listening to this blog talk show for a while should know the answer to that there's some that probably just tuned in or two it probably don't you know they're just probably seeking for knowledge seeking for light and seeking to learn something, you know. And so, therefore, I'm going to say, I'm repeat this again for them, for them, that uh, a, 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 a right and a privilege that the 14th Amendment was never, never properly ratified. Anything after the Tenth uh, Amendment is not lawful. Most people don't know that. You know, when you get nationalized, you want to really know what you're doing. You want to know what how things are going. You want how things are done uh, commercially and economically in order to survive. Some people, you know, they want to. They tell something. I mean, some people stay away from the UCCs, and if you want to stay away from the UCCs, that's fine. You know, 
I, I mean, I have no issue with that neither. But do not record, do not, but do not uh, ridicule other national boys for doing the UCCs. The, the problem with the UCCs is, is the abuse of them. People think when you get uh, do UCCs, uh, you know you can go out here and get you a mansion, get you about four, five, six SUVs. You know, uh, get you a yacht. That's not what the UCCs are for. They are for discharging debt. And the UCCs are unconstitutional, yet, but it is admiralty maritime law. A law that used to belong to the Moors. The Europeans got hold of some of the laws, not to just call it Uniform Commercial Code, but it's the same thing. Amity Maritime laws extend to the Constitution. The Constitution deal with commercial contract contracts. I mean, a lot of people need to do. A lot of people need to do their homework, you know, instead of just listen to other people. I mean, you can listen to other people, but you need to follow up on what they're telling you and do your own homework, and not just take everything face value because he's he and she's her. I'm not gonna say no names. But you know what I'm talking about. It says here, if you natural people and other citizens don't know about your inalienable rights, about your birthrights, you are at a serious social political disadvantage. And if you don't stand for your rights, these and various guards of fiend authority have, do, and will steal and abuse your rights. That's true. Because therefore you must study them and learn them and understand them. So these things won't have, what will not, uh, uh, or the authority have to do and will steal and abuse your rights. Say so this consistent violation and thefts which the politicians have made against the natural people is criminal. Yeah, because we live under a criminal empire. A lot of people think that uh, there's law in America or the United States of America. You're dealing with law. No, you're not. You're dealing with lawlessness. Dealing with it every day. You buy your cars and whatnot, homes, and you take it... uh, and get them registered to the state. Now it's their property. It will never belong to you. That's one of the things you have to be careful about. If you buy a new car, do not register to the corporate state. 
yeah, if you if you live in Chicago and Illinois, do not register uh, your car or your home to the to the state the state of Illinois to the corporate state of Illinois. Do not re- do not register your home and car to the corporate state of Missouri. Do not register your car or home or property state of New York or New Jersey, etc. Because when you do that, you gave away your property. You just gave them away. Now it's theirs. It's just you to be there to, to keep the upkeep on them. It says here, the violation which they have and and do make against the oath-bound fiduciary duties as blatant fraud. That is the true reason as to why politicians and their so-called assigned community leaders never teach about or encourage the common people to study the Constitution, and they don't. They never, they never have, never put extensive study on the Constitution in your schools, grade school, high school. Never, not even in college. A lot of people say, "Well, uh, the const the Constitution no longer exists." That's a lie. You you have to we but it a we have to invoke it. Invoke means to bring back into existence. It's there. The Constitution never went anywhere. It's there, but it will not apply to you if you're not nationalized. It will never apply to you. Most of you, you know, don't really know what President Obama done when when he when he had when he was in office. You've got a lot of these silly Negroes talking about what President Obama, he ain't never did nothing for no black folks. Yes, he did. When he signed the rights of indigenous people in 209. Yes, he did. But the big problem is <clears throat> the vast, uh, maybe about 75% of us, don't know that we are indigenous or indigenous. We are the indigenous people of this land. We don't know that. We've been brought up to believe that the indigenous people are the so-called Native American Indian. Those are Mongoloids. Those are people from Mongolia, that had traveled from the Bering Straits through Alaska and Canada, where they ran into us. When they, when they traveled through, through the Bering Straits through Alaska and Canada, um, especially in Canada, when they saw us, they like uh, then they found out they won the uh, they won the first ones here. We were, we were. That's why most of them can't tell you how those mounds, who built those mounds. Sure, you have some of them will lie and say that they did it. I just learned that in the White House meeting of the indigenous people, a lot of us weren't even invited to the White House, along with Mexicans. 
because they don't know they don't want the people to know the truth. But they can get away with that because the the vast majority of our people well, I'm just using the word majority. The vast word majority of our people don't know that they're indigenous people. Most of them still think they were shipped, uh, put in ships and like sardines and shipped from Africa to over here to the Americas, to the Western Hemisphere. They really believe in that nonsense. They still do. Still making movies like Roots, which was a hoax. The Book of Negroes. The other, uh, the the new, uh, the movie, uh, the new roots, uh, they, uh, the movie they just made almost about two two years ago. They trying to still trying to tell our people there was a Kunta Kente, and the man was a fictional character that this European wrote in his book called The African. You've got some Moors talking about uh, being classified as American Indians. These are supposed to be scholars dealing with Moorish history and nationality and birthright principles. Talking about they are American, they they are and being classified themselves on their nationality papers as American Indians. Well, I'm here to tell you, and I hope you're listening to this show tonight, uh, India, this is not India. India is in Southeast Asia. There's no, no such nation as America, India. No such nation. So how the hell are you going to classify yourself as an American Indian? It's fucking ridiculous. Let me move around here. It says here, Article 6, Section 4 of the Constitution. Article, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, the United States shall guarantee every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. Consider this, people. Domestic is derived from the old Moorish Latin domesticus, meaning of one's own family, house, home, or country. Violence is derived from the old Moorish Latin word valentia, valentius, meaning physical force used to cause injury, abuse, callous, or unjust use of force or power with extreme roughness of action as in violating another's rights, sensibilities, etc., 
and considering of Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution for the United States of America, thus in taxation without representation, initiated though color of law constitutes domestic violence, doesn't the Congress pass persons by, doesn't, doesn't the Congress persons by selling or transferring the constitutionally limited delegated taxing power conferred only to them by Article 1, Section 8 constitute domestic violence? That taxing power delegated only to the Congress was transferred by their membership to a private foreign corporate known as the IRS, Internal Revenue Service. This act is definitely a betrayal of the people's trust. Isn't that the treasonous and an abandonment of their fiduciary duties? Doesn't that institute domestic violence against the, the people? Does the imposition of corporate privilege, taxes, and obligations being deceptively transferred as an obligation to the common people from private corporate businesses through certain sales, taxes, constitute domestic violence? Whereas and wherein such a colorable taxation promotes poverty, economic hardship, and, and property losses at the expense of the people, such domestic violence constitutes bureaucratic slavery, abuse of the taxing powers, also imposes on imposes under the threat, duress, and coercion, restrictions upon the unalienable rights and substantive rights of the natural people and the citizens. But you must have, you must be able to take measures against such intrusions like these, such abuses like these. That's why you must learn how to operate in commerce and survive in commerce when operating commerce. That's what you have to do when you go from then, from being mean, from being uh, nationalized. There's nothing. Uh, I, I I myself stresses the enforcement of the Constitution. Uh, the Constitution is a contract between the Moors and the Europeans for waging war against each other. It is a binding contract. It is a contract. It, it, it still exists and it's still effective only, only, only if you are nationalized. See, everything falls back on your nationalization, on you being that, on your nationality. Those of you that want to you do the UCCs, there's nothing wrong with that either. To really know what you are doing, like I told you before, it's not for getting out here buying a mansion, a castle, uh, a yacht, a bunch of S- a bunch of SUVs, you no, know, what or whatnot, etc. It's not for that. It's for discharging debt. Some of you uh, talk again the authentication of the birth certificates. 
you don't want to do the uh, the authentication of the birth certificate, it's fine. You know, you don't want to sit in that office because that's what it is, an office, an office of the estate. And everybody is using it. The banks, all major banks all over the world are sucking off of, the, off of your estate. I hear some Moors talking about they gave the Bourbon uh, when they, as soon as they got through being uh, or getting nationalized, that they gave their birth certificates back to the Abion or to the corporation. Well, hell, uh, 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 since you never claimed it, it never was yours in the first damn place. Those of you have uh, uh, always talk against like UCCs, authentication uh, of the birth certificate, the executrix and executive letters don't know what the hell you're talking about. Most of you that talk about are, are against these things never done it your damn selves. Most of you haven't. Some of you are talking about you don't deal with tribes or I don't like using uh, uh, the term tribe too much, but I used it you know, indiscriminately. Uh, I like to use the word nation. When most of the time, when you, when, when you see people come, uh, our people coming from the African continent, Australia, New Zealand, you never hear them talking about they talking about that they're African or black African. They very seldom say that if they say it at all. They'll say that I am Ugandan, I'm in Kenyan, I am Gambi, I'm Gambia or Guinea or Ghana. Then they tell you what their nation is or a tribal nation is and what language of the tribal nation they speak. You've got Moors over here talking about, oh, I'm, I'm a Moor. No. I'm nationalized Moor. Okay. Where or what nation, tribe are you a part of or affiliated with? Of a land of the Americas they preside over. And what language do you speak? That's what we got to get back into. I have no, I have no issue with no brother telling me he's Yamasi or Yamasi, or he's Lenny Lenanapi. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with a brother telling me he's Nanako. I have no problem with no brother telling me he's Chickasaw, Cherokee, which is a Kipiwa, or telling me he's Ben Ishmael. I have no problem with that. Because we are all Moors. Because we are all indigenous. It shows that 
you know, they have their own indigenous language. The Kitawa have their indigenous language. The Lenny, Lenape have their own indigenous languages. The uh, Yamasi or Yamasi Moors have their own indigenous languages. The Choctaw, uh, which is the same as the Washita, have our own indigenous language that we speak, which is Algonquin and Medunetra. Medunetra means divine words are the words of God. That's what Medunetra means. You know, you got people, uh, they're so interested and want to discharge debt. They are so interested and want to discharge debt that they're really so, they're, they pass through their nationality papers without even studying them, even without even studying to know what, they actually, what the actual words mean in those nationality papers. Because when you when, when you when you do or when you uh dealing with a lot of these remedies after you do your nationality, uh, it all falls back on your goes back uh, links uh, links back to the nationality anyway. We've got some people they want to do uh, heard of an incident or a case where some brothers were trying to do the executive letter. But it wouldn't go through because they haven't authenticated their birth certificate. They haven't did the necessary process in order to do these things. The necessary before you do any of this, any of it, you must get nationalized. You must have a nationality. Like they say nationality is the order of the day. Yes, it is. I mean, uh, <clears throat> some of you, uh, you know, uh, like I said, a lot of people uh, don't want to study in their nationality papers. And you need to study your nationality papers as often as you can to learn to understand the words. Get a, uh, a good etymology dictionary and get a good, uh, I would say, if you can, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And no, go all the Black Law dictionaries actually you need to get to be in, uh, uh, part of your library. The Bouvier's Law Dictionary, which is a constitutional law dictionary. The Ballantines is another one. 
You'll see a Noah Webster Dictionary, 1828 and 1837. I mean, 1937 as well. Like it's been said, any dictionary after, I would say, 1965, between 1965 and 1970, that's when they started deleting a lot of stuff. That's when the a lot of our people started really studying and reading. So they had to take a lot of stuff out. <clears throat> it says here, I copied down one of the uh, C. Freeman L's lectures one time, Peace Be Upon the Brother. The master, the great grandmaster teacher, I call him. And it says here, Free Marer, F R I E M A U R E R. Because a lot of people thought that meant Freemason in German, but no, it does not. It means free more. Free more equals landlord, equals land of the lords. Freemaurer is a German Greco word for Greco-Latin German name for free. More, not a Freemason. More, Lord of the Earth. Latin word, mate, matriarch, mother. Because a lot of uh, Moors still in the movement are, and and you no, know, in the movement that don't want to go along with you no know, opinion. Uh, Everything is supposed to be about the matriarch, not patriarch. Brothers today still have no problem with that. Not want to do, not want to authenticate the birth certificates. That's fine. If you don't want to authenticate them, that's fine. But a lot of people don't know what that really means. A lot of people say, "Oh, uh, it's already authenticated." So what are they talking about? It's a dead or a dead instrument. Yes, it is a dead ins- instrument. It is. Why? Because you have not put a claim on it. You have not claimed it. So, therefore, everybody else is benefiting off of it, like the people in Wall Street and the stock you know, stock market, you know, and other bank, major banks across the world, and they suck it off of it because you have not claimed it. It's benefiting everybody else but you. I want you to understand that while you're talking that mess. That nonsense. And let me ask you, have you ever done it? Have you ever tried it? How do you know? It remains a dead instrument. It remains a dead instrument because you have not laid claim on it. (laughs) 
and what you don't claim and what you put down, your enemies will pick up and use like our fezes. They want to get mad because the shrine is wearing our fez. Well, start wearing the fez yourself because it's yours. And let's take, let's take a dive into the uh, Black Law Dictionary, 4th edition, revised edition. Okay, it says here, certificate, a document in use in the English custom house. No goods can be exported by certificate except foreign goods formerly imported or on which the whole or a part of the customs paid on importation is to be drawn back. Okay? And also it says here, a written insurance or official representation that some act has or has not been done or some event occurred or some legal formality been compiled with. A written insurance made or issuing from some court and designed as a notice of things done therein or as a warrant or authority to assume other court judges and officers. People versus Forster. In other words, it's a certificate of ownership. But owner ownership by whom? Ownership by whom? So therefore, if it's a certificate of ownership, then it must be worth something. Because if it's nothing, if it's a debt instrument, well, then why in the hell all the U.S. stock market and and Wall Street and all these bankers across the world is using it, sucking off of it? Well, what is it doing for them? You know, if if, if it's worthless, did you ever think about that? It says here, bringing the people back into the constitutional fold of government. This is by Taj Tariq Bay. <laughs> the intent. It has become clear that the most divine and national movement of the 
of the world was established for humanitarian purposes and should not be suppressed by anyone who desires to help make our world a better place to live in for all humanity. This moral and ethical charge of responsibility is for all conscious Moors, all conscious Moors, particularly in America, whether they be active or passive, whether they possess an abundance of knowledge or do not possess an abundance of knowledge. If they don't, well, if they don't uh, possess an abundance of knowledge, we must have it for them. We must have it for them. That's what, uh, that's why the more that does have an abundance of knowledge, that's where their job comes in at, to share their abundance of knowledge with others. Okay? Most, not all, people who have been involved in the Morse Divine Science, most Morse Science Temple of America, harbor an uh, attitude in these days and times, which by their accounts is for the purpose of preserving and protecting that which the Prophet Noble Juali set forth as the program designed by him to bring the people, particularly of, North, of the North American continent, back into the constitutional fold of government by way of teaching them the truth about their nationality and birthrights. It is clear that one, that one cannot come into the constitutional fold of government if they identify themselves as Negroes, colors, blacks, Ethiopians, etc., as these labels defines them as property of the state. Thereby, they have no standing at law, and thus the Constitution cannot protect or secure their unalienable right or unalienable birthrights, and they cannot return to the constitutional fold of government. No, they cannot. Not being property. They sure can't. That was Dred Scott's uh, uh, problem. But what he didn't know, the kind of, uh, since he, his name was Dred Scott, he keeps telling him that he's someone else's property. The Constitution couldn't apply to him. This is supposed to be Noble Drew Ali's last letter that he wrote. Okay, it says, To heads all of all temples, Islam, I, your prophet, do hereby and now write you a letter as a warning and appeal to your, to your good judgment for the present and the future, though I am now in custody for you and the cause. It is all right, and it is well for all who will who will still believe in in me and my in my Father, God Allah. I have redeemed all of you, and you shall be saved, all of you, even with me. I'll go to bat Monday, May twentieth, before the grand jury. If you are with me, be there. Hold on and keep faith, and great shall and and great shall shall be your reward. Remember my laws and love ye one another. Prefer not a stranger to your brother. Love and truth and peace. I love you. Peace from the prophet. 
was his last letter he wrote to his followers. These are some of the things that was going on during the last days of the prophet. A lot of turmoil was you know, amongst the Moors. You know, they had a shootout in Chicago, and some police, a couple of uh, cops that got killed. They blamed the prophet for it. But, uh, you know, they said they beat up the prophet, but some people said they haven't. And found out the prophet had nothing to do with that. It was all a conspiracy, mainly a conspiracy amongst ourselves. Because let's face it, a lot most of the times Europeans don't have to do anything. We screw our own damn selves up. Because the number one biggest problem is our damn selves. We are so easy to sell each other out. Uh, to sell each other out for a dollar, you know, we so easy. That's we. That's why you have so many informants, so many informants. I don't know. I already told you who these possible possible informants are, or agents are. I'm not going to repeat it again. But if you want to get to true wealth, your national and true wealth, true wealth meaning gold and silver, if you want to get back to that, you must study how to deal in commerce. You must study the UCCs. Just don't get up and use them. Study them. Learn Learn about the UCCs. Perfect the UC, Perfect it. Learn, learn, learn the UCCs to perfection. Not just enough to do a do just a, uh, a, a UC filing one. No, 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 no. Learn it to perfection to a T. Therefore, so many of us will not be wind up going to jail. That's what some of these Moors should be saying when they speak against the UCCs. When they speak against authentication of the birth certificates. But these are the things that when you, you when you're done nationalizing and are done with your national, you know. Uh, Processing and processing of national uh, national uh, nationality papers. When you get through done with that, when you get through studying your nationality and perfecting uh, about uh, learning about your nationality and everything, then you move on to something else. What sense does it make? You're being nationalized. You're being national. Okay, you you being a nationalized more sister or brother, whatnot, and you cannot operate in commerce. What sense does that make? Does that make sense? To, does that make sense to me? I mean, 
uh, you know, everybody else benefiting off of, you know, your birth certificate, your benefit off your estate, except you. I know one boy said that, yeah, uh, while you're doing all that, Grandma can't pay for her gas bill. Well, the I, the object of it is, brother, is when when you learn and perfect yourself with the UCCs, then you teach Grandma, so Grandma can pay her gas bills, so Grandma can discharge her bills. That's the idea, brother. Talking about, you know, you don't want, you know, don't, you know, it's a, uh, why I keep on talking about this because people keep on uh, badgering about Moors doing the UCCs and authenticating birth certificates. The people that keep on talking against that, like I said, I said, most of them haven't done it themselves. They don't know how, but they can't tell you how it works because they've never done it. You got even some of us talking about nationality don't do you no good. And a lot of them has never been nationalized. How do you know? How, how, how do you know? Have you ever uh, tried to get nationalized? Have you ever even seen any nationalization papers from the Washita, either the Monday or Moore Empire? Or from RV Bay Publishers, the Great Seal. Have you ever seen seen any of, them, of these documents? And if have, have you ever tried to get nationalized by any one of these documents? So if you haven't, so what makes you an authority? Although nationality don't do anybody any good. Care if you get nationality, have a nationality or not. They don't care if you call yourself a Moor. They don't care if you uh, this and that. You know, well, how do you know? Have you ever tried to put it on a record that you're not Negro, Black, colored, African American, people of color? Have you ever tried putting that on a record that you're not one of these? Brand names. Have you ever tried? Uh, I mean, like I said, you know, you're doing all this talk, you know, but you never try to put it on for the record or for any court uh, court filings or any filing any documents with the county court of records and deeds and the vital statistics and the U.S. Census Bureau to eradicate any of these things that was done to you. When you were born, because I said it, I said it again, I say it again. When they, uh, when you were born, they put it on. Uh, when uh, started with your birth certificate, it has Negro. Those of you that were born maybe in the forties and fifties, it has Negro. Those that were born in the sixties have Black and African American. But these are all fictitious. Names, they are not identities. 
You look on television, you have so many of our people talking about learning the black experience. Be black. The power of the black woman. The black repertoire. Black consciousness. The black church. The black colleges. And all these are brands. These, the name black itself uh, was given to our slaves, uh, to the slaves by their slave masters. That came from them, which is the Middle English. The B-L-A-C-K, as I told you last week, I believe, or week before last, so therefore, in ancient times, if it's middling of ancient times, our people weren't calling themselves black. And then if you want to go further, as I said last week in previous lectures, you can go deep into the word, the etymology word, and the origin of the word black. Go back to blege or blake or blegger, which means pale or white. And bleach. But that's what black actually originally meant. Not something dark. You don't believe me? Get you a good etymology dictionary. The origin of the word black. Do some work now. Do some studying. Come on, do some research. Just don't do all that talking. Just do some research. Don't just listen to what the, what someone told you what is and what is not. Do some research. Just take time. Uh, go to any old bookstore. You know, look up an old, or you might, you, know, you never know, you might find an old etymology dictionary. You may find a Black's Law Dictionary. You may look up on a fourth and fifth. I don't believe in luck, but uh, you may find about a fourth or fifth edition, edition Black's Law Dictionary. They're very hard to find now because most people finding they know the are uh, finding out the value of them, so they're very hard to get. And one day. <clears throat> And then when you do find one, they usually run about three hundred or four hundred dollars. Very expensive for people to, to obtain. Study the UCCs. Don't just criticize them. Study them. See what they're about. Just don't hear what they're about. Just don't uh, sit around here and let people tell you what they're about. Find out for yourself if they can be useful to you or not. People don't know, a lot of people don't know. I think nowadays uh, when a baby is born, they're worth about a million dollars, I believe, or probably more. 
It's worth six hundred and thirty thousand uh, dollars some time back, but I believe it's a million dollars because they set up a trust fund for you and a social security trust fund for you. Each time when you somebody go to jail, that's what they do. They dip into their social security trust fund and they make a mint off of you while you are in jail five years, 10, 20, 40, 50 years, you know, whatever. And people figure out why is so many of our people in prison? Because our people's, our bonds are worth a whole lot more than the so-called white people's bonds are. That's why during the slave trade, they were sell they were selling more European slaves than it was Asiatic slaves, or so-called black slaves, because so-called white slaves were the first slaves here, because they were cheaper to buy, a whole lot cheaper to buy. Same as today, Walmart and other corporate industrial stores that are purchasing these bonds and making huge profits off our people like that. But you will not lay a claim on that birth certificate. You listen to a lot of these knuckleheads talking about uh, it's a dead instrument. You know, yeah. Because you won't want to lay claim on it. And it really will work something when you are nationalized. Because when you get nationalized, you're telling them that you have live birth. You're telling them in your nationality papers, and it's on record, it's on the kind of recorded records and deeds and vital statistics that, you know, you are in full life, meaning you're in full civil and physical existence. So when you claim or when you claim that birth certificate, which is the estate, you're putting life into it. You are putting, now you're really putting some real wealth into it. But I'll ask you again, what sense does it make to let the birth certificate just lay there and everybody else nibbling off of it? Like I'm saying, they're profiting off of it. Why not you? It's your estate. Does that make sense to you?
Okay, let's read this article here. It says, Booty and Prize. Booty is a law term which refers to property captured in war on land from a person or people designated as an enemy. Prize is a term used in admiralty law. Uh, How many of you know that? It's an admiralty maritime term. Prize. Everything you do, you're doing by contract. Everything. If you go buy a candy bar, you're you're doing contract. You went to a contract. What the store give you, or the store clerk give you, it gives you a receipt. Contract. Everything you do is dealing with, is, is dealing with amity, maritime contracts. You're dealing with amity, maritime activity. Time you purchase something. Every time when I tell you, because the amity maritime is the law of the high seas. Also deals with the UCCs. You, it deals with, with you anyway, whether you deal with it or not. Whether you file for UCCs, it still deals with you. You think people don't use their use UCCs on you? You think they don't? Yeah, because they're going to protect their own ass. They're not stupid. Anytime when somebody says, yeah, well, you know, uh, There's a bill of sale. The bill of sale is an empty maritime term. Because the ship does what? It sails on the high seas. Jail sale. When you go to jail. When somebody bails you out of jail, bailing the water out of a boat to keep the boat from sinking. So you bail the water out of the boat. Anything dealing with commerce deals with law of the high seas. Okay. It says that price is a term used in amnesty law and refers to property, vessels, cargo, etc. Forcibly captured or apprehended at sea and claimed as enemy's property being appropriated and detained with all goods and effects contained with the intent of becoming the masters of the whole or part of its value or cargo, and so goods forcefully taken on the land are called booty, and goods forcibly taken on the seas are called prize. That's where the word booty and prize come from. Corporate persons occupying seats of government. I'm saying again, corporate persons occupying seats of government have consistently charged natural persons 
with violations made against their color of law, bonds, or debts. Relative to vague corporate contracts initiated by the colonial persons occupying seats of government, because we still call them colonial, because they are not aboriginal indigenous to this land. So-called white people are not Americans. They are not Americans. You've got a lot of these uh, so-called white people that wants to be $5 Indians. Pay them $5. You know, you know I'm, a, I'm, a native, I'm a Native American. I'm Native American now. All kind of crazy-ass stuff that they are pulling. But our people don't know. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. They think that this country belongs to the so-called red man, to the so-called Indian. They don't know they are the true indigenous people. When you wear a fez or a turban, uh, not only other people, but our own people as well will look at, look at you like you just came from outer space. Why? Because they don't know. They don't know that's their that's their that's their culture. They don't know that that's their history. They don't know that. That's why it's up to people like myself, Doctor Alain Kadira, El Bay, people like Brother Mayor, El Day, people like Taj Tariq Bay. Brother Abdullah Ibtali, Mosi Bay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's up to us to teach our people. That's why I keep teaching on the blog talk show. That's why a lot of times I keep talking about the same thing because a lot of our people are not getting it. Most of our, the vast, most of our people are not getting it. They're not getting it. Okay, let me move along again. Moving here, these same pseudo government officials have been claiming the natural people's properties under colorable and pseudo legislation administrative booty courts. These corrupt demi demi officers traditionally issue ticket suits and other tribunal tax claims against the people, absent of a sworn affidavit. They do so on a consistent basis and yet have failed to produce the said contracts or agreements as evidence establishing the implied debts or the implied mutual agreement violations. The natural people have been and are denied trials by juries of their own national peers. Why? Why? All these things are being done to the natural people because they don't know who they are. They are not. They are not national. They are not. They haven't been nationalized. They don't have a nationality. But they don't know. This is what and why these things, these terrible things, are being done against them. They don't know. They don't know that they're the Aboriginal Indigenous Americans. 
They don't know that they are the owners of this land. They don't know. They think these are happen. This is life. This is the way life is supposed to go. But our people are so deaf and dumb. They're so deaf and dumb that they are dangerously deaf and dumb. Dangerously deaf and dumb. And at times we're hurt you and I that try to save their ass. This is with all these crimes and punishments against our people being done, you know, with, you know, with with impunity. Uh, Some European or any other person or other nationality killers, they don't have to stop and think about the consequences of their actions. They don't have to stop to think of their consequences of their actions because they know there are no consequences. of killing a crayon or a Crayola. People that call themselves black, calling themselves dead people. You don't exist. So how is there going to be any consequences? There are no such people as black people, no such people as African Americans, no such people as people of color. Negroes, colored, no such people exist. Okay. Such demi claims have been secured from public examination and or from contention by the accused. However, these same pseudo officers, being a part of a U.S. demo government, consistently summon the natural people to participate in their colorfully erected tribunals, which they have fraudulently posed as and misrepresented as constitutionally sanctioned courts. In other words, the corporate states' persons have been fraudulently declaring and using the force of constitution only, delegated authority to support and to enforce color of law, color of authority, and color of office against the natural people. What they mean by color of law, color of authority, and color of office? Okay, let's take a dive in the, in the Black Law Dictionary again. Let, let's look these words up. Let's look them up. Just bear with me a little bit.
Okay. Here we are. Let's start with the word color, okay? Let's start with that word. Color and appearance, semblance, or silicon, or as distinguished from that which is real, a prima facie, or apparent right, hence a deceptive appearance, a plausible, assumed theory, concealing a lack of reality a disguise, or pretext. Did you hear that? So think about that when you call yourself black or a person of color. You're saying you're a person with a, uh, normally, but they probably uh, talking about you a corporation, then you're saying you're black, which is an artificial person, which is a corporation. I mean, you know, you all fucked up. No. Okay, color of authority. Let's go to color of authority. That semblance, a presumption of authority, sustaining the acts of a public officer, which is derived from his apparent apparent title to the office or from a writ or other proceeds in his hands. Okay, let's go color of law. Color of law. The appearance or semblance without the substance of legal right. This is what this is how they prosecute this is what they prosecute you with. Things that are not real. Laws that are not real. Okay, let's go to color of office. An act unjustly done by the countenance of an officer being grounded upon the corruption to which the office office is an act of shadow and color. A claim or semblance of right, a semblance of right, but not a real right. So this is what they, this is what they, you know, this is what they trying you go on the court and they trying you with things that does not not exist. They are not real, and people are constantly, constantly, constantly going to jail and to prison with this bullshit. But they don't know. They don't know. Okay. <coughs> it's a color of law, color of authority, and color of office against the natural people. This type of political subversion enriches its benefactors who have been falsely professing that their de facto position is the law. Implying constitution, <laughs> but it is not. 
Most people don't know that uh, the, the courts in the Constitution are not connected. Saying these are not real courts, especially so-called traffic courts. Since you haven't laying claim to your birth certificate or authenticated your birth certificate, they can dip and dab into your birth certificate. Every time they charge you with a traffic violation, you think them fines are just fine you with is all they take? Huh? They, 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 I don't know how much you no know, wealth they, 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 they suck it off of your birth certificate. Why are you going to jail? Why are you doing uh, uh, what they call uh, 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 if you don't go to jail, or uh, what they call um, put you on special duty? You know, doing neighborhood work. And they come and suck it off of you because of your lack of knowledge of who you are. You're not going to claim your estate. That's all right. They're saying we will. And the only way you can put a stop to a lot of this, you have to go through things. Like like I said, you have to study your UCCs. You have to study them to perfection. You got to study about how to authenticate the birth certificate. When you get through authenticating the birth certificate, then you go to uh, 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 what they call probate court. Then you become the sole owner of the birth certificate of the estate. You become the sole owner of that. If you think that don't work, try it. Don't say that don't work. Don't uh, tell other people that don't work if you ever tried it your damn self. And if it didn't work for you, then you come back and talk about, well, that don't work. You have to study these things. You have to do thorough research on them. Thorough research on them. Thorough research on them. Study them to perfection. How to authenticate the birth certificate. When you go to probate court, become your own owner of the estate, of the estate, of your birth certificate. Keep these people from sucking you dry in these so-called traffic courts which is there's no such thing as a traffic court. 80 to 85% people don't even know that. That there's no such thing as a traffic court. It's not law. They don't know that. And I'm sure you probably have a few more that that are listening uh, to this program tonight. He don't know what he's talking about. Some of them are agents. Those who are you, those of you that are, that are agents, do you know the people you're working for have less respect for you than they do us? That is really sincere about this the uh, Morris Divine National Movement being successful. 
they have less respect for you. And when they have no more use for you, what do you think is going to happen? Huh? Like I said, and I say it again, there's nothing wrong with enforcing the Constitution. Enforcing the Constitution is great. But as Dr. Arlene El Bay told me one time, uh, the law of the, the high seas hasn't been moved to the law of land. It's been moved on the land. Each time you ride a bus, each time you ride a Greyhound bus, each time you ride a train, an Amtrak train, you are conducting amateur maritime business. You are conducting amateur maritime activities. You are. These are the things you have to do to protect your stuff. Come on, man. I'm going to read this here. Under the corporate states, bureaucratic and servitude. Let's see here. Arrangement, private law corporations, demi-official persons, and quasi-government agencies have been robbing the natural people by commanding and enforcing booty taxing authority and governmental authorizations, DOAOs, which never lawfully delegated to them, which has not been de- delegated to them. A delegation, a DOAO is a delegation of authority order because they've never been really voted into an office. I'm talking about so-called police officers. You don't believe me? Ask them for one. Let, uh, <clears throat> next time you get stopped in the traffic for a so-called traffic violation, ask them for a de- delegation of authority order. Ask them one. They can't give you one because they do not have one. Why? Because they are not actual police officers. They are policyholders. They enforce policy, not law and order. Because everything they are doing is less order and lawless. They're not following the law. They are breaking them every day, 24-7. They are supposed to be so-called law enforcement officers. They are lawless enforcement policy holders. That's what they are. Okay. However, due to the fact that masses of the people have been deliberately miseducated and count and counter constitution socialized, that such fraud has gone unchallenged or minimally questioned owing to the broad propagated 
anti-constitutional ignorance that has been cultivated among the people. Okay? Like I said, I say again, I never uh, propagated any anti-constitutional movement against any people. I am pro-constitutionalist because that the Constitution belongs to us, not to the so-called white man. As I said it again and again and again, you know, a lot of people think they bought that come from England. England does not have a written Constitution. They have a Constitution, but they do not have a written Constitution. Those laws were compiled uh, from the law structure that we already have in this country hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of years before any European set foot on this land. That was the structure of laws we gave to them, and they compiled them into what we know as the Constitution. The The Articles of Confederation, the Articles of Association, the Bill of Rights, No. And you know what? It would behoove you to study that Constitution. It really it really would. How many of you really, really, really study the Constitution? Took time to really study it and perfect it. That's what you need to do. You need to perfect that Constitution. You need to be an expert on the Constitution, like you need to be the expert on UCCs, on the Uniform Commercial Code. You need to be expert on these. You need to be expert on how to authenticate the birth certificate. You need to be expert on the executive and executive letters. You need to be expert on these subjects to keep yourself out of jail so much. To keep them, keep these Romans from sucking off of you. Because that is what's going on in these courts, in your child support cases, divorce proceedings, you name it. Traffic, so-called traffic court proceedings, you name it. Statutes, ordinances, none of these are laws. They're statutes, they're ordinances, they're not laws. There's no such law as an ordinance or a statute. All these are colorable laws. They're colorable fictions. Prima facious. The vast majority of people don't know that they are. They don't know. So therefore, 24-7, they're getting fucked over all the time. 
Have you ever wondered why, wonder why? Why are we are the most disrespected, disenfranchised people on the planet? You ever wonder why? No one respects us. Why? What's going on? Because the color of your skin, it never was about the color of your skin. It never was about skin color. It was about nationality and birthright theft. That what it was. That's what it is. That's what it was, and that's what it is about today. A lot of you go to these prisons for killing another brother, you know, or sister. You know, you go in these prisons. And they're making a men off you, fool. They're making a men off your stupid ass. That's why most of our people are in prisons. Because our bonds, our birth certificates are worth a whole lot more than these so-called white people's birth certificates are. And these Negroes haven't learned yet. But Dr. Aline, Sister Kadir, myself, Taj Tariq Bay, Brother Amir, Nasir El Day, Brother Abdullah Bay, Brother Hakeem Bay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are trying, though. We're still trying to save our people and still trying to save fallen humanity and uplift fallen humanity. We got to keep trying. Because I'm going to keep trying until I fall dead. I'm going to tell you right now. Maybe I don't have to keep trying until I fall dead. Maybe our people will wake up before that happens. Hopefully. Huh? You can enforce the Constitution. Yes, you can. But you have to take other measures, too. These are the measures that some of these Moors always talking against not to do. Such as authenticating your birth certificates. A lot of them don't even know what it means when we say authenticate the birth certificate. They don't even know what that means. But you have to do this in your proper person. You must have a nationality. So uh, uh, when you authenticate the birth certificate, 
when you do the executive executive letters, when you do your UCCs or non-UCC filing, uh, do your uh, UCC uh, one filing. So all that links back to your nationality. When it all falls back, there your nationality is. You have a nationality. And you must have a nationality in order to do all these things. Or else it ain't going to work. And you must study these subjects, what I'm talking about. I say it, and I say it, and I say it again. You must study the UCCs to perfection. To perfection. The non-UCCs to perfection. How to do the executive and executive letters to perfection. You have to be an expert on them. Expert on law. On how to deal with these courts. Or as you say, these quasi-courts. How to deal with them. How to talk to these judges. How to deal with these district attorneys. Which are all of them are members of the bar. All of them are. Meaning British Adhesion Regency. The American Bar Association. The American Bar Association. The American Adhesion Regency. Because all controlled and owned by the British Crown of England. Believe it or not, Ripley's, believe it or not. Okay. Let me move along here. It says here, confusion about authority. I find that in seeking to inform some of the natural people about social and political realities, which adversely affect our everyday lives, it apparently becomes easier to address some of the economic and political issues by posing questions instead of just presenting factual history and of constitutional law. Confusion and vagueness about delegated taxing authority conjoined with confusion about delegated jurisdictional powers has certainly proven to be a common denominator when or if the inquiry or one seeks an informed response from the average natural person. So you must remember when you say they they say person you must correct you must remember that you are the natural person. So they won't put you in the corporate fiction category. <clears throat> A good example of questions to be forwarded to those in claim authority would be number one, from what constitution law does government or any sub-government agents, agencies, or quasi-government personnel derive their often-claimed delegated of authority to command a tax from 
the natural person and the citizens. None. Because if you if you're a natural person, and you know if you are actually a natural person, then you must be nationalized. You are automatically a natural person. Therefore, you don't have no need to be naturalized. Those are for foreigners, not you. Anyone come to you about a naturalization papers? Papers, get the fuck away from them. That'd be my advice to you. Prophet said, if you're not careful, your own brothers will sell you right back into slavery. If they do come to you with some nationality papers, see if those nationality papers are legit. See if they're lawful. If you're not sure, go to other people to examine them. You have to be very, very, very careful. Oh, yes. Stay away from them fucking sovereign citizens. Stay away from them. For one thing, being Europeans, and most of them, uh, uh, that's what I'm talking about, the sovereign, sovereign citizens, these Europeans that claim to be sovereign citizens, for one thing, they are not sovereign. They are not the sovereign. Why? There's nothing I'm, I'm saying against them is bias or prejudicial. No, it's not that. It's that they're not aboriginal or, ab- or indigenous autonomous to this land. In order for you to be a sovereign, you have to be an aboriginal indigenous American You will have to be, in order to be sovereign, they have to be sovereign somewhere else. But not. they cannot be a sovereign here. I hope a lot of you are getting that. Okay, number two, what is your documented authority, certificate, or delegation of authority order, and why is it not publicly displayed? Well, you know why, because they don't have one. Okay, number three, who is your confirmable principal or employer of what nation? What is your nationality? Present the verifiable, verifiable documents of proof. This is what you must ask. A so-called police officer and even a judge in court. You you must ask them these questions because they don't have any of these proof or documents or evidence. They cannot be who they say they are. I'm I'm gonna repeat number three again. What is your confirmable principle or? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who is, who is your confirmable principal or employer, or what nation, or of what nation? What is your nationality? Present the verifiable documents of proof. Can't do that. He's not a judge. 
He's not a police officer. He doesn't have any authority to practice law or to exercise any law on this land. Okay? So, you know, uh, they're getting ready to cut me off. So I'm going to have to sign off again. So, uh, like I always say, I don't wish to insult anyone. I wish to educate and I wish to enlighten our people. And I will keep on doing so. You know? And as I say always, peace to you and your family. Bawasamantakunda, a Haute Washita East. Good night. I'm out. Peace.